The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Chris Bassett of the Lincoln Journal Star will join us here momentarily. Nebraska has announced the signings of two new football players. Two. One being DeColdis Crawford. Who's a scholarship player from the state of Louisiana? Shreveport, Steve Sipple's favorite city on earth. Town, I suppose. And walk on Blake Miller. Blake Miller is from Lord's Central Catholic in Nebraska City. He's in the boat as well. The walk ons this year. Gotta get a bigger boat! The, the, the walk ons this year. Uh, Cooper Hausman. Luke Lindenmeyer, Blake Miller, Brady Weiss, Charlie Weinrich. Uh, so small walk-on class, small class. They didn't bring the walk-on much. class will grow. Um, it's it's harder with walk-ons because they don't have to sign anything, right. so you can't talk about them or announce them in the same way. I you'll see some more people pop up as we go along. Well, I mean, how it usually goes is they don't get the offers that they want on the recruiting trail for the last, you know, as it cleans up here. Yep. Until the February signing day, and then they uh, fall back on that that preferred walk-on offer or the walk-on offer from Nebraska. So that will not necessarily complete Nebraska's class, but it will probably cap it off for uh December here with 1, yeah. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 14. 12, 13, 14 people from all parts of the country. And the newest is the coldest Crawford today. Chris Basnett, Rico. Chris Basnett of the Lincoln Journal Star will join us. <laughs> The best is at the stream. He's looking at the stream, and you're looking directly in the camera. So it's like you're actually yelling at him through his computer. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. I told you straight up at 1030. It was 1030.45 by the time you pick up the phone. That's 45 seconds late. I go by next-gen time. Not your damn computers. The computers are slow. How did the text line feel about the uh, the parody accounts? Where are they at with it? Um, I think they generally agree. Oh, Rico's going to come on and defend himself. The com- the computer I have. You're looking fr- at the wrong computer. The computer I have in front of me says 10:28. I was looking at that, and I and I was just like, why is he saying Chris Bass is 10:28? And I look over at this one, and it says 10:30. I'm sorry. Doesn't sound like you're sorry. <laughs> Are you sorry? I am sorry. <laughs> You told me right at 10.30, so I was waiting for it to say, like, 10.29, and I was going to call. Well, it was 10.28. I apologize. This is obviously a situation that we cannot rectify. Chris Basnett is here, and he is angry. <laughs> There's not a day that goes by that I'm not mad about something. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. Same. I, sorry. I feel that energy. You had to have noticed when Rico called you 30 seconds late, right? 
Well, it's better than five or six minutes late, like you did with me yesterday. So <laughs> that wasn't my show. But, I don't. That was. But, but I suppose that doesn't matter in, in Connor Happer's world, does it? <laughs> yeah. Happer's always right. Well, That's- yeah, he's like Urban Meyer. Everybody around him sucks. <laughs> You're a loser. That's what I've been saying. You're a loser. I've been going around. Schaefer's a loser. Rico's a loser. I've been going around kicking kickers. Yeah, you're just kicking kickers. Calling them. Call them. <laughs> How do you feel about parody accounts of, of football coaches? Very bad. All of them. <laughs> Did you get followed by Mark Whipple yesterday? Uh, I, not that I know, of, but I, but I also have you know several several thousand fans, so it may have it may have snuck by me and I didn't yeah, notice. Yeah, you probably picked up a couple. I thousand mute all yesterday. of them when I see them. Yeah, yeah, so that way I can't. Just immediate. Yeah, wow. Look, I have an enormous mute list of just parody accounts. Uh, Schaefer, do we do we have a golf shot of the week? We do. Um, we are going to go to. It is now called Newmark. I'm sure Bassnet has played it many times. You, I'm never sure what you have played. Have you ever played Highmark, Newmark? Mm, I don't think so. Chris, I'm sure you've played it many times. I have, yeah. It's been it's been a couple years, but I have played it, yes. So they've, they've changed it up. They have the red course, the blue course, the white course. We're going to hole number – it's now hole number five on the blue course. It used to be hole six, but they changed their, their course a little bit. Chris, if you remember, this comes off of a par three – you have to hit into a landing zone, and then from the landing zone, you are trying to avoid a stream on the right, a creek on the right, and there is a raised green, but there are trees that hang over it, so you can't hit a shot too high, so you yes. have to come in. Do you, do yes. you know the hole I'm talking about? It runs I alongside so. yep, I think 80. I got it. I, think I got yep. it in my head, yep. Yeah, it runs alongside 84th Street. Got yeah, it. yeah, exactly, yep. So we are going to say that you have hit into the landing zone, which puts you at about 148 yards out. But for some reason, you had the afternoon off on Wednesday, December 15th, and you are playing golf before 3.30 when the really high winds come in, but you're playing in 30-mile-an-hour winds. 148 out, creek on the right. Into it? You're going to be with the wind on this one, I believe. Well, yeah, the way that it – yes. Schaefer's yeah. changing. He's mm. changing directions. He's... I was trying to get the wind to work with me, and I did not think about how the course is laid out. All right, we'll go with Bassnet on this. The, the with wind, the wind. The wind would be with you. Oh, no. And you have trees on your left. You can't go wrong. I know Happer's hitting already. Yeah. <laughs> it, goes right, it goes right into my back. I think he's going to get his putter out here, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, he won't be getting the putter out for a while if I know him. They have one option, and it's the gap wedge. And I'm yep, hoping. exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You can't go that high though. Like the trees. I know. I have to swing like fifty-two yeah. percent, probably roughly. I've I calculated in my head. Of this hole. Yeah, I, I, that's that's it. That's all I got. I and I'm gonna hope and pray it sticks on the green for some reason. Yeah, this is this is a brutally hard shot uh, with the wind behind you. Even in um, normal conditions, it's a pretty difficult shot. Yeah, it's 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 hard to hold that green because you can't come in real high, like nope. you said. Um, do I have a two way? Do I have like a two way putter chipper in my bag? The the cheat clubs that everybody pulls out every once in a while. Can I have one? of I don't those? know. Do you? No, I don't. I, I don't never, know what's in your golf bag. I never swung one of those before. Yeah, you don't need one. You're mm-hmm. fine. That's right. No, you all right. Gap wedge. What What are you doing? Um, boy, you know what. This is such a hard shot. I'm probably taking out like a like a pitching wedge or a nine iron and just kind of chipping it. Um, just keeping it low because you got to keep it below the trees. 
you don't want to get it up too high into the wind and let it, the wind blow it over the back of the green. So I'm probably taking out like a nine iron and just kind of hitting like a little three quarter half kind of chip nine iron and let it ride the wind and try and land it right on the front edge of the green. That's a good idea. That's it's a really good idea. If the wind was going against me, I would probably because I hit, hit it the gap wedge. Well, <laughs> just swing harder. <laughs> well, I, I hit. <laughs> I hit it so damn high that it, it, this is going to be an impossible shot. Like it's an impossible shot either way. It might be one of the. It might be one of the eight hardest holes in Lincoln. Wow! If the wind's blowing like that, yeah, yeah. If it's if it's going at me, I I don't know. I honestly don't even know. It's what even th- even 30, in normal conditions, it's a really stupid it, hole. I mean, yeah, it's, just, it's kind of a dumb hole. The tee shot's hard too because yeah. you can't really like hit driver because nope. you, you there's trouble long. And yeah, like Schaefer said, you have to get into this landing zone. Yeah, it's a tough. It's a it's a tough hole. It's a tough. That's a good. That's a good one, Schaefer. Thank you. Good pick. I okay. And we both. Neither of us end up on the green. And no, uh, we're we're both dropping after we both hit in the water. Yeah, and then you're we're putting yours on as high as you claim you do. You're either ending up on eighty fourth, <laughs> or that could you're, you're in the like creek that runs alongside the hole, or you jump yeah. the creek and then you have to jump back over onto the green. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm. Yeah. It's, it's lost. It's a drop for sure. Guaranteed. Uh, all right, Baz. What's uh, what's what's going on today? Is there going to be like a USA Today story or anything like that? What are what are we doing here? Well, Fred Hoiberg's scheduled to talk at ten fifty five, so I'm sure that USA Today story will drop at about eleven twenty two after he's left the media <laughs> the media area. So no, I don't know. Like this is so weird. Like and of course it's like the weirdest thing ever because it's Nebraska basketball. So why wouldn't it be? But no, it's like it's just bizarre. Like I I really. Yeah. I don't know what to think of the whole situation. Like, obviously, there was the rumor Tuesday that just caught fire and took off. You know, of course, we're we're kind of checking around behind the scenes and talking with sources and things like that, and it kind of sounded like there might be something to it, maybe, but nobody was really sure what it might be. And then all of a sudden, Trevor releases a statement, and it's kind of like this, this whole thing just kind of went away. So... I don't know. I, I really don't know what to expect, Connor. It's if there is something, I, I'm kind of leaning towards we won't see a story today from USA Today. That being said, there's probably going to be a, a huge expose coming out in a couple hours. Now that I've said there won't be one, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. How like how much of a benefit is just having this week off from a mental and a physical standpoint for a basketball team that was dealing with sickness and and they're not alone. I mean, it's just it's hitting this sport, every sport right now. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff out there, but also just kind of trying to get right mentally after two, you know, pretty tough losses in in having to just sort of sit there and, and take it as teams really go after you uh, with Michigan at home and Auburn on the road. Yeah, they needed it. I, I don't think there's any question. They needed they needed to reset mentally. Um, you know, Fred Hoiberg said after the Auburn game, this wasn't going to be a uh, an easy week of practice. So I know that there was a lot of, of rest going on. Obviously, you you do recovery and, and those things, but they, they, look, the refs got to find an identity because they're a team without an identity right now. They're getting their their tails kicked in the last the last couple games. They've got to figure something out offensively for sure and that might just be as simple as you know what make more shots and, and that would help but you know I think it gives Nebraska a chance to maybe 
you know, put some more structure into their into their yeah. schemes, both offensively and defensively. Maybe, excuse me, really look at the way you're, you know, defending the three-point line. Look at the way you're getting into your offense, what you want to get out of your offense each time down the court. So, yeah, if there, if there was ever a good time to have a week off from games, this was it for Nebraska. And I think it's going to be really interesting Sunday to see what this team looks like if they look dramatically different than they have the, the previous few weeks. I would love to see what would happen if, if – Hoiberg would get a little bit more hands-on with just the half, like you were hinting to this a little bit there, but just the half-court stuff, just have a little bit more structure in it, like you said, call out some some set plays. It just, I know they their whole thing is based on freedom and, and on-the-fly decision-making, but if you could just get a little bit more of like, here's where we need to be at what time, and if that comes with pace slowing down a little bit too, I don't know if that's the worst thing in the world for a team that's been drilled pretty good the last two games. Yeah, and they did a little bit of this uh, each of the last two seasons. Late in that first season, they yep. they slowed it down a little bit, and they started playing. They started playing better, I thought, and kind of the same thing last year. You know, when they had to kind of save their legs as much as they could with that crazy schedule in the, the year, they had to slow it down. They didn't have a choice, and they played pretty good basketball for the most part at the end of the year. So I think you'll probably see the pace slow down a little bit. Does that mean Fred's going to call out a play every single time down the court? I don't know. Probably not. It's I think not gonna... he still wants his guys to have a little bit of freedom. But at the same time, like you said, and I, I totally agree with you, there's got to be some structure. There's got to be some semblance of, you know, some rules. Not that they didn't have rules that they, they looked at offensively, but they've got to figure something out to just get, A, get the turnovers under control, B, be able to get the game under control a little better and give themselves a chance to, you know, not, not be out of it before the first half's over. What, what have you kind of seen from some of the guys like, you know, uh, Tominaga and, and some of the – the newcomers, I guess, if you will, guys that are just new to, to college basketball at this level. Do you have you heard from them that they've maybe had a harder adjustment period to, to kind of get used to what they're facing than they expected? Yeah, it, you know, I think there's always some of that. No, no, nobody's come out and said that uh, outright. Maybe we might hear some of that today, and I think that's a good question, you know, to be asked today is, is how are those guys adjusted? That you know, when you're facing Auburn and Atlanta and they're rolling. That's a little different than what Kesey Tominaga faced at Ranger College or what Bryce McGowan's faced in high school or, or any of those other guys. Even T.J. Wilcher in his limited minutes last year playing for Xavier. You know, it, it's always an adjustment. And w- when a team is struggling like Nebraska is, look, opponents see that, and they smell blood in the water, and, and they're going to go after a team probably even harder when, when it's a deal like that, when they know they have a chance to bury them. So there's there's always going to be that adjustment period. I think that's made harder by the fact that shots aren't going in. That just makes everything else harder, mm-hmm. you know, and anybody who's played basketball will tell you the same thing. It's a lot easier to play when you're making a few shots. So that's that's always going to be part of it. That's why you hear Fred Hoiberg talk about it so much, seeing the ball go through the hoop. Some of those guys just need to see the ball go through the hoop a little, and I think things will get a little easier for them. What kind of chance do you give them on Sunday against Kansas State? It's a winnable game. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Look, Kansas State was not real good last year. If it weren't for Iowa State, they would have been the worst team in the Big 12 last year. So you get them at home. You've got a week off. You've got a chance to reset. This isn't going to be playing Auburn. This isn't going to be playing Michigan. You know, Fred Hoiberg's going to be familiar with what Bruce Weber wants to do uh, when it comes to game plan and things like that for facing them in the Big 12. So I, I don't know if it's quite... 50-50. It's tough to say it's 50-50 after the way Nebraska's played the last two games, but they've got a shot. And you know what? I think we all looked at that Auburn game going into it. Nebraska Nebraska had no shot. We all knew that, and then it, then it played out like that. So Nebraska have to play better. There's no doubt. They've got to take care of the ball better. 
they got to hit some shots early and just not not be out of it early. They're going to have a chance to win the second half. All right, guys. Uh, we'll let you go. Uh, enjoy the day, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the time. Chris Basnett from the Lincoln Journal Star. Fred Hoiberg, yeah, he's going to talk here in about 10, 15 minutes, and uh, we'll see what that looks and sounds like and if there will be any basketball-wise changes on uh, that you see on Sunday when Nebraska hosts Kansas State at home in the Adrian Martinez game. Will Adrian Martinez be there wearing his new purple Letterman's jacket? What if he's a halftime entertainment? <laughs> he just comes out and just like, starts waving? Yeah, he just waves Throw to... Throw some swing passes? Yeah, he waves to the Nebraska fans. He's still got his Nebraska gear on, and then he goes to the very small Kansas State section. He takes off his like jacket, and there's a Kansas State shirt underneath. Yeah. People are just booing. Then he gets on the mic and cuts a promo. It's a great opportunity for Adrian. Yeah. Adrian I, Martinez Showcase, if you will. Hey, I just saw this before we take a break here and get to our uh, our picks for this weekend. So, Arkansas baseball is going to play UNO, Omaha, at Kauffman Stadium. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's the coldest. It will be the coldest on March 23rd. You're going to wear this out so fast. When, uh, when Arkansas hosts UNO. Arkansas is, is playing UNO. Are you going to try to go? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know what I'm doing on March 23rd yet. Don't have that. Do you want me to look up what day of the week that is for you? It's a Wednesday. Oh, it says it in the story, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Which I think means the next day I might be going to Vegas. I go to Vegas the week before that. Maybe I'll be in Vegas the week before that. I'll, we got to talk about this. Okay, so Arkansas <laughs> is going to play. Do you want to crash my Vegas trip? I might be in. I might already right. be there. Uh, I'm not. I can't remember which weekend I scheduled it for. Uh, but. Arkansas is going to play UNO twice. They're going to play them at home in early March, on March 2nd, and then they're going to play them at Kauffman Stadium on Wednesday, March 23rd. Nebraska did this a couple of years ago, uh, had a game at Kauffman Stadium. Who they play, like Kansas? Nebraska played at Kauffman Stadium? Ye- I don't remember that. Yes. I remember them playing Nebra- no, out maybe- west. What I am I thinking of? I don't remember them playing at Kauffman Stadium. Somebody, some, You're thinking of the Husker night or like the team night that Kauffman no, had. No, there was college baseball at Kauffman Stadium. It wasn't Nebraska. I'm going to put in Nebraska baseball at Kauffman Stadium. See if we get any returns yeah. on the Yeah, let me know. Husker night at the K. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe it was Kansas and somebody else and somebody went. We're not seeing any hits okay. on this. All right, maybe not. But they should do that. They should go play at Kauffman Stadium in in late March or early April or something like that. All right, uh, let's take a quick break. It is time for – yeah. somebody said Nebraska played K-State at Kauffman Stadium. I'm going to look into this during the break because uh, I feel like I remember this from a couple years ago. It's time for our pick segment, which is brought to you by Great Clips. And we're giving away a free haircut. We're doing that right now. After Mike Schaefer tells me when Nebraska played at Kauffman Stadium. Kansas baseball falls to Nebraska at Kauffman Stadium, April 28, 2016. I told you! 2016. I told you. I did not remember that at all. Has anybody thought about me? For Kauffman Stadium? <laughs> no. Nebraska played Kansas at Kauffman Stadium. Schaefer, who wins a haircut? Uh, let's go with caller. We're going to go easy on Rico today. Four. 
Caller number four right now at 402-464-5685. still complaining. Wins a free haircut from our friends at Great Clips. We'll come back with our picks and round things out next. More of Happer and Shaper is coming your way on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.